Welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. What we do here is build the strength and courage in you to accomplish your big dreams and goals in your sport. No longer will you feel limited. You won't feel you're not good enough. You won't question whether you will make it and those doubts will disappear because you will have the competitive edge over your opponents and you'll leave them in your wake. And the bonus is others will notice. So listen up and take notes because I'll show you exactly how to do it. Hey there, this is Tiff from the Tiffany Micah podcast and welcome to today's episode. This is where I see athletes who really want to become the athlete that they want to become. They want to pursue their sport as a professional, uh, create that career. This is where I see them fall down. And they actually have two areas in which they fall down because you, you see them, you know, they're out there doing the work. They're working really, really hard, training their guts out working on their skills, training heavily at the gym, doing everything that they need to do. They look after their bodies and so on, okay? They do everything that they need to do. But there's these two areas in which they fall down, and this might be you as well, is one that they don't have the focus that they actually need, and two is they get easily distracted, And this can actually be for a number of reasons, but I'm going to share with you what the three main reasons, and this is what the three main reasons that I see for the distractions. And one is they actually don't have their goals set, so there's no outcome set. Number two is that they, they actually don't set out, so not only that they don't set out outcomes at all, they, they don't set out their goals for their day, their week, their month, their quarter and their year. They've got an idea that they know where they want to go, but they actually haven't physically sat down and actually write, wrote them out of how they're actually going to do that. And the third one is they just try to wing it. And I'm not saying that you're not working hard. Like I said, I know that you're doing the work, but what I'm saying is that you're most likely all over the place. And this is what I see. I see athletes all over the place. And some of uh, what I'm about to share with you, maybe some of what you might be doing now, um, and you know what you want, but you know what? I, I just want to make you aware of some things of why you could be losing your focus and why you could be easily distracted, okay? So this is what I call the anti-bloodline code, no focus and easily distracted. So what are the main points here? So no focus whatsoever. You don't have set plans. You have the vision but no plans to back it up. You try to wing it. You never set outcomes for the day, week, month, quarter, and year. You just hope to wing it. Never plan out the week so that you actually know what you need to be focusing on. You don't work on improvement of the weaker areas. You just try to cruise through what you've got. Easily distracted by others, so team, you know, players mucking around. You're easily distracted by comments, what other people say about you. You can't zero in and focus on what needs to be done right in that moment. You're not aware of the impact that you have on the moral of yourself, right? You're the number one person. You're the number one team. You're not aware of the impact you have on the moral of the the other team members if you're in a team. 
So you could be an individual playing an individual sport. So you are a team as well, okay? If it doesn't come up, if you don't come up with the goods in matches, you blame everyone else and you have no responsibility for yourself. You throw all the responsibility on other on other people. Now that's a lot, isn't it? So what are really the main points in no focus and easily distracted? I'm going to share seven points here with you. One, just to simplify what I've just read out, one is no plan set. Two is you never set outcomes for the day, the week, the month, the quarter, and the year. Three, you hope to wing it. Four, won't work on the weak areas because it's too hard or too boring. Five, easily distracted by others so you could be easily influenced by others or comments by what uh, what they make about you. Uh, six, you struggle to focus and stay in the moment. So I've got a get focused program coming out very soon. So keep your eye on that because we talk about, I'll show you exactly how to, uh, get focused and really perform better in your sport. Number seven does not take self-responsibility. So you blame for others. And the hardest thing, you know what, you know what the hardest thing to do is the hardest thing is actually to maintain the focus. And it's one of the most challenging things to do is to maintain focus and stay on that path. I talked about a lesson learned about staying tunnel visioned. It's really difficult to do that because there's so much going on around you, okay? But when you have plans in place, when you have set outcomes, when you have set out your schedule for the day, you know what you're focused on, you know what you've got to do. The distractions disappear, okay? But I want to share with you when when I competed in tennis, when I competed and won matches, I was in that zone. You know that zone, and you've probably you can probably relate what I'm talking about. You know, it's that feeling when you're unbeatable, you can't do anything wrong, everything just flows like it's just so easy. You can anticipate everything, and I know when I was playing, especially tennis. Um, I would be to the area where the ball's landed even before it's landed. I just knew it was going to be there and I was ready to hit it or I was ready to move across to the net and I was at the net uh, and move to the left or the right, whichever it was, to play backhand, forehand, volley to put it away. I just knew that that's where it was going to go. And it's the most amazing feeling when you're in that zone, isn't it? And I've had that feeling on and off through tennis as a junior. It just would come and go. But as a golfer... I've had it many, many times because I actually knew how to get into a state, right? I knew how to get into that zone. I knew how to get into that that state of focus. I knew how to not be distracted, okay? And I actually learned how to do that through all the, the training that I did um, when I started to learn how to play golf because I didn't want my tennis demons to come and haunt me because the same obstacles were coming up that I had in tennis and I was determined to work through them in golf. Um, so I actually share how exactly the simple strategies, how to do that in the Get Focus program. So keep your ears out. The Get Focus program will be coming out very soon. And I'll show you the simple strategies on how to uh, get fo- get that focus that you need so that you're actually maintaining and not getting distracted. But now what I want you to do is just because you're not focused right now and you're easily distracted, does that mean that you will always stay like this? Does that mean that you'll always be easily distracted? Does it mean that you'll always not have the focus? No, that doesn't mean that at all. My mum often talks about how her granddaughter, who's 12, which is my niece, Evie, um, how she doesn't focus and how she struggles to focus. But you know what? 
she doesn't know how to focus. And if you don't know how to focus, then how can you do that? I hear that so much with junior sport is the parents go, focus, you know, they yell out from the sideline, focus on what you got to do, focus. Well, what does that mean to a, to a young athlete if they don't know how to do it? They're out there trying, right? But if they don't know how to focus, how do they do it? They don't know. And also the thing that I want you to also understand is you don't want to leave it by chance, either just letting that happen now and then when you get into that state of focus, And that's what used to happen in my tennis career. It'd come and go, right? It was by chance that I actually got into that zone. But in golf, I learned how to do that. I learned how to focus. I learned how to get into the zone. So I can get myself into a zone virtually every time I get out on the golf course, which is pretty exciting because I don't play as much golf as I used to. But I can actually play at a very good level now with with limited play because I know how to manage my head. And I actually teach you how to do that in the Get Focus program, like I've mentioned before. It's coming out real soon, and it's designed for you to help you in your sport. So it doesn't matter if you're not a tennis player. doesn't matter if you're not a golfer. It is designed to help you in your sport, and I'll show you exactly how you do that. But for now, what I want you to do is to listen to this bloodline code that's actually going to follow in right uh, very shortly called the crisp clear cut focus if you have not yet heard that I'm going to add this to to this episode because it's really important that if you are having that that lack of focus if you are easily distracted you need to know how to get into that state of focus you need to have that crisp clear cut focus as I call it and there's actually four main elements that you actually need to be focusing on So we need to ensure that those four elements that you actually are focused on. So I don't want you to go anywhere. I want you to stay here. I want you to listen listen to the crisp, clear cut focus. And I want you to dream big, believe in you and go after your dreams. Today's is all about being clear, highly focused. And it's really what you need in, in this bloodline code of crisp, clear cut focus now all the bloodline codes that I've shared with you so far are equally important so even though I believe complete conviction is really at the top of the bloodline code list and if you haven't heard the bloodline code of complete conviction make sure you listen to that one but this one will stand out because unless you are clear, and that is unless you have clarity, right, you know what you're doing, you know where you're working towards, then you'll be working and training for something. But if you are not clear, what are you working hard and training for? What's the, what's the purpose of it? What are you working towards? I want you to be thinking about that. If you're not clear with where you're heading, you've got a bit of an idea, but you're not 100% clear, then what are you you doing? And I'll share with you what I mean, and then I'll read out what it means to have a crisp, clear-cut focus. So a few years ago, I was working for this golf club. This is, we're talking about, not being clear okay I was desperate to get out of there I was working really hard at other things to get out of there but the reason that I was desperate to get out of this particular golf club I was working at 
there was so much toxicity in in that club. And what I mean by that is negative people. And they made me, especially some of the colleagues that I worked with, but but other people made me made me feel worthless, made me feel like I didn't know anything. And the worst thing, you know, what happened is that I lost belief in my abilities. I really started to doubt myself because of what they were saying to me, what they were doing behind my back. And I started to doubt myself. And I was really annoyed with myself, frustrated and angry with myself that I allowed that to affect me, right? So what I was, try- what I was trying to do it in this time was I was trying all these different business opportunities to move on. We're talking about like five years ago or so. I was trying to set up all these business opportunities that I could generate income. But the problem was with that was that I was so desperate, so desperate to get out. I wasn't really focusing on one thing to make it work. I was trying like all these different things. I wasn't clear and I was desperate. And I'll say that again, I wasn't clear and I was desperate. There's that saying, desperate people do desperate things, right? That's what was going on. I just wanted to get out of there, right? But I wasn't, I wasn't really 100% clear. My, I was just wanting to get out. My husband didn't want me to get out. He wanted me to stay there because it was, I was generating good work there and all of that kind of thing, earning good money, all of that kind of stuff, whereas I didn't want to be there because of the way they made me feel. And you don't have to feel that way. But I wasn't clear. So what does crisp, clear, cut, focus mean? What that means is it's having absolute clarity on your vision. You are precise and meticulous with attention to detail. You set your outcomes and you work tenaciously to accomplish them. You're never distracted by others. You never notice them. They're not even on your radar. You have highly tuned focus and able to see clearly. You can zone in at any moment. You can zero into the skill at hand. And you're 100% aware of yourself and what you must do at any given moment. So what are the main points here? Well, I'm going to read some out to you. The main points. Here's one. Absolutely clear on where you're headed. Here's another one, attention to detail. Another one here, set outcomes or goals, however you want to frame that. I like outcomes. You don't get distracted. You have highly tuned focus. You are zoned in and you are 100% aware and what you must do, okay? You're 100% aware of what you must do. So let's break it down into something that you can convert into developing crisp, clear, cut focus, okay? So let's look at number one, being clear on your vision. I don't want you to have an idea of what you're going to do. I want you to be 100% clear on where you are going, Okay, you need to be 100% clear on where you're going. And it was interesting last week. I went down to, I went skiing. My husband and I went skiing. My husband doesn't ski, but I'm like obsessed about it now. Love it. And one of my, um, 
where we were staying, we were staying at this lodge with a whole group of people. And one of the dads I was talking to, he said about his 14-year-old son and he said he wants to be a soccer player. Oh, great. That's fantastic. You know, this kid's got a dream of what he wants to do. But the dad was very hesitant about his son's dream. You know, his father's played um, soccer, A-level soccer here in Australia. And he was really hesitant about his son having that dream, you know, because his father, like, you know, tried to do something with his soccer and didn't quite make it to the level that he wanted to. And then he was quite hesitant with his son about wanting to do this. Why? Sure, it's tough. And there's so much work that he's going to have to do, you know, working on the skills, working on his fitness, working on his mindset, eating the right food, right, looking after his body. And what was interesting, there was a whole list of reasons this dad was telling me of why his son couldn't make it. And he's a lovely dad, really lovely guy, you know, very family-minded. But what I felt was that he was putting his views on his child. And this is my view of what he could have done in a, in a way to help his son. So rather than putting his disappointments or, um, um, you know, possibly the way that he didn't achieve his goals, I, I just felt that he should have said, okay, all right, this is what he wants to do. He wants to encourage him. He should be showing him the ropes, helping him with the training and the skill development, giving him all the support. Isn't that what life's all about, though? Working towards your dreams? I thought that was quite interesting. Yet, there was another dad I talked to, and he has a 14-year-old daughter, and, and she wants to be a professional skier. That's where, you know, she was in the training, and she was um, going to these intense squad trainings every day. Like, she'd be getting up really early, and she'd have to catch the bus at 6.30 in the morning, and she was working on her technique the skills in the technique um in you know each specific thing that she had to do with regards to her training uh she was working on race development and she's actually decided to go to boarding school there so it could give her an opportunity to become the skier she wants to become right absolute clarity isn't it absolute clarity so you've got to be really clear on where you're headed this girl knows where she's going and what she wants to do so I have no doubt that she's going to get there because she knows, right? Number two, attention to detail. So it's being meticulous about this. In order for you to not only be clear, you have to have the detail, right? So you're clear on your vision, but you need to have the detail in place. And what I mean by the detail is really what I've laid out for you last week if you had listened to the halftime series, parts one to four, so one, two, three, four, about your life categories and your sports categories and identifying them because you need to identify currently where you are at. Then we want to set the outcomes and the goals of where you want to go. And then we outline all of the categories in your sport and life. Then we've created the plans of how you're going to do that. Right? So what you need to learn, what you need to improve, when you will do it and how you will do it. So if you haven't actually learned, uh, listened to the halftime series, then I suggest that you go and listen to those because that's really going to help with this. Okay, Number three, no distractions. 
You know when you are clear, you know where you are headed. You have identified a detailed plan that you've put in place. You actually don't notice anyone or anything around you. You just get to work. It's incredible when you're like that. You're clear, you know where you're headed, you have a detailed plan in place, and then you just get to work because you don't notice anyone. And I'm like that all the time. I don't watch the news. I don't listen to the news. I don't get caught up in other people's drama. Even if they talk to me about it, I I just say, oh, water off a duck's back. I don't take it on board. I don't get involved in it. I just want to work on what what I want to do and what needs to be done for me to be able to create what I want to create. And even when we're um, having a holiday last week skiing, which I absolutely love skiing, all I was focused on were two things. The first one was resetting the goals for the quarter and also for the next six months. I was looking at the vision of what I want to achieve over the next six months and broke it down into this quarter. And then the second thing was skiing just skiing as much as I could. I'd have lessons, I just did loads of practice and I'd be skiing minimum of six hours a day. And whatever anyone else did, I didn't have much of a clue because I was highly focused, never distracted. Never distracted. And I've been waiting for this for two years to come back and go skiing. That's the deal that I had with my hubby. Two years ago, we were down there for four days, got to, got to learn how to ski, great. Didn't get a chance to go back. Last year was away a lot through doing lots of golf tours. But the deal was this year I said, when we go skiing, I'm not leaving early. I'm staying right to the bitter end and I'm just going to go and ski all day, every day. I'm going to have lessons and just ski. That was the deal. Right, that's all I wanted to do. It was great. Number four, highly tuned focus. This is ensuring, yes, the clarity, yes, the attention to detail, yes, the detailed plans, and yes, no distractions. But also, it's about being 100% aware of what is going on, how to zone in at any moment, consistent practice to reinforce the focus. And you know what? When you are aware, you know what is working and you know what is not working. You know what you must focus on, especially the stuff that is working. And I like to call it your success formula, right? You create your formulas of of what's working. So, for example, like if you hit a successful forehand, what is the formula for that, right? What are the things in place that need to happen for you to hit a successful forehand? Or how you zone in for competition, you have a formula for that. You've created a way in which you zone in for, for competition. If you don't, we've got to create one, haven't we? Your pre-game routine, you have a formula for that, of how you prepare prior to actually competing in a game. Right? You have a formula for that. If you don't, you've got to create one. And what I'm talking about here are formulas for success in each area. So I'm giving you a clue here. You've got to craft your success formulas in each area. And when you are clear of what you are doing, when you know what your success formulas are, this will create the highly tuned focus for you. 
And I can never leave out this one in the highly tuned focus. Never. This one's essential. You must have this when you're highly tuned focus, and that's meditation. I talk about this a lot in lots of episodes. And for me, this is what changed everything and taught me how to get in the zone in everything that I do. So whether it's playing sport, training at the gym, teaching, crafting episodes for you, creating programs, writing my book, which is coming out very soon because it's almost ready, time with my family, skiing, whatever it is, I know how to get into that state of just staying in that moment, right? Because I meditate on a daily basis. And do you know how long I meditate for? Take a guess. Seven minutes a day. That's it. Seven minutes out of 1,440 minutes in the day. That's not much, is it? Seven minutes. That's all I do. And I've been doing this for a number of years now. And because I do this and because I've been working on this, I know how to zone in when I need to. And I'm also aware, and this is the great thing about a meditation, is I'm also aware of when I drift off. And you have to look at meditation as a skill that you practice, like you do for your sport. You practice all these skills for your sport. Well, meditation is a skill too. And the more times you practice it, the better it becomes. But you know what? Most people won't do it because I've spoken to people about this many times. What's their responses? Usually there's two things. I don't have the time. Seven minutes out of 1,440 minutes in a day? Come on. I can't sit still for that amount of time. For seven minutes out of 1,440 minutes? Come on. Yes, you can. And the reason that they say that is because they're not willing to train themselves. They haven't trained themselves. So, of course, they're not going to be able to do that because they haven't trained themselves. But that's not you, is it? That's why you listen to these episodes, because you want to get better. I know you do. So make sure you add this as well to your success formula. And I love this. I love this crisp, clear-cut focus in the bloodline code, because this was the big thing that was missing when I was pursuing my professional sports career, other than the, the full belief, right? Completely completely believing in me but this was missing and unfortunately then when I was pursuing my tennis career I didn't know how to get into a zone it just happened by chance and when I was in the zone wow watch out it was unbeatable I was unbeatable it was fantastic but it didn't happen very often but the power is I know how to do that now and you understand that you know what I'm saying don't you you know what I'm saying You've got to meditate. It teaches you so much. It teaches you how to stay in the moment. It teaches you how to be focused on one thing. It teaches you that when you drift off, you can bring yourself back. You notice that you get distracted. And it also keeps you incredibly calm. So you have to add that in. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode on the bloodline code, the crisp, clear cut focus. 
And I'd love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. If you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, I'd really appreciate too if you could share these with your friends. If you just have 30 seconds to spare, I'd also really appreciate if you could leave a five-star review wherever you hear these episodes. And I want you to dream big, believe in you, and go after your dreams. Have an absolutely awesome day. Take care. Talk soon. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you haven't yet downloaded the number one deadly mistake athletes make, make sure you go to tiffany-mika.com and download the number one deadly mistake athletes make because I don't want you to make that mistake. If you can also share with me what you like best about what you heard, where you hear this episode in the comments section. If you can also share with your friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes and please leave a five-star review where you hear these episodes because I would really appreciate it. Dream big, believe in you and go after your dreams. Have an awesome day.